Hi, hello, and welcome to the Morning Jots podcast. I am your host, Nikki Janky, and this is going to be a fiery solo episode, you guys. I'm excited. We're going to talk about some deep shit, like some real deep shit. The vibe is that we're at a sleepover. It's getting to be 2, 3 a.m. We start divulging all of our deepest, darkest secrets and trauma. We're crying together. We're laughing together. We're sharing our hopes and our dreams. It's like the juicy part of the sleepover, the part that you like really live for. That's the vibe. And I had literally no intentions of recording this today. It was not a part of the plan, but there was something just burning inside of me, begging to come out. So here we are. And the thing about me and what I'm trying to do right now is that if I'm inspired in one moment, I want to act on the inspiration immediately because I learned the hard way that inspiration and ideas, all that good stuff, it has a shelf life and it will fade and it will leave you and go to somebody else. And you're not going to, if you don't act on it right, right away, you won't have that drive, that passion, that vision because it does fade. So this is me acting on my inspiration because I've truly missed out on so many things I've wanted to do simply because I didn't take action and I let the creativity and the vision fade and I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm also sick of not letting myself see what the fuck I'm made of. So here we are. I'm literally, like I said, so excited about this episode today because you know what, guys? I feel it so deeply in my body that an era has ended. And the era that I'm talking about is the fucking people-pleasing era. Man, I thought this shit was gone so long ago until I realized, like, it's... I'm still doing it, just in different ways. Like, I let it morph, right? That's what our shadows do. Sometimes we think we heal the shadow, but then it, it morphs and it, like, becomes this whole new beast that you have to tackle. It's very interesting, but... That's what my people-pleasing shadow did. Like, it just morphed into a different version of itself that I realized, holy shit, I've been doing this for God knows how long. And and it took a lot of inner work as to why I was doing it. And I really think it comes down to just abandoning myself and letting myself believe that I'm small. And we all do this thing, right? Well, at least people-pleasers do, where we make everyone else around us so comfortable And we let ourselves be uncomfortable, and I have no bandwidth for that anymore. Like I said, the era has ended, the cycle is complete, and now I'm just moving on to a whole new, better, bigger, badass version of myself. And there are so many things when I can look back that started this spark of this like personal revolution but what it really was was listening back to the first couple of episodes I released because I could see myself trying to dim myself down trying to dim down my personality trying to figure out how to say things to make people comfortable really just like walking on the line of what I thought was acceptable and I could just see I could see hear whatever I could hear myself just doing this dance of trying to people please with who I was talking to and I'm like "Mm -mm, if I'm going to do this I'm going to fucking do this and I think you know even before I left for this retreat which I still have to explain to you guys everything because it was so last minute and spontaneous um, but even before that I knew I was going I felt like I could feel 
I could feel something changing within me. And like I said, this era ending. And it was like two or three weeks ago now, like definitely a good amount of time before I left for the retreat. And I wrote a caption that I felt like I channeled literally from my higher self who just knew what was about to happen. And I know not everybody reads captions, so I'm going to read it to you because... Another thing that I want to do with this episode is really talk to you guys, and I know I don't know an explanation, but I really want to talk to you about my social media presence the last two years and why it has felt so chaotic and all over the place, and maybe not from the outside looking in, it didn't look like that, but like it felt like that, and I think that's why I like this caption so much because it alludes to so many different things. So I am going to read this to you, and then... We're just going to talk more about it after because I genuinely feel like this caption is so juicy and it has so many talking points. So, okay, I'm going to read this to you. We all carry the spark inside of us, this magnificent spark. When life is good and we feel happy and creative and loved and seen and in alignment with our purpose, the spark is more like a fire, raging, wild. And when life is hard and we feel sad, unseen, unloved, lost, well, that spark dims. And for me... Mine burnt out. Nothing left. Not even an ash to flame. And I was gone. I didn't recognize a single part of myself. Not my face, not my body, not my thoughts. And that's the scary part. Becoming so detached from yourself, waking up in a body and mind that feels so foreign to you. I had nothing left in me. And I waited and waited and waited for my old self to return. Until I realized she isn't coming back. And my ego had a full-blown panic attack. Who was I? Well, surely I must be someone, but who? And in that moment, I went a little bit unconscious. I let the stories my mind made up win. I had to blend in. I had to be the person that people still expected me to be. So I watched my life pass me by, morphing into the next person I came across. And if that spark in me could have died any more, it would have. The thing about transformation is a lot of it has to happen in the dark. And so my social media presence the last few years has been chaotic and even, embarrassingly, a little puppet-like. Attaching myself to labels that I previously worked so hard to break out of. Saying the things people wanted to hear or felt comfortable hearing. Wanting to look and even dress like everyone else. Wanting to prove that I'm still relevant because deep down we all want to be seen. And something inside of me snapped recently. And it could have been from my devotion to daily meditation, energy healing, journaling, all these rituals that make me feel like me. But I realized I've had enough. And the spark is producing smoke again. And I'm becoming me again. The me that makes me excited to be me. Authentic, genuine, intuitive, self-validating, strong, empowered, and even a little bit kid-like. So while I've still been quote-unquote showing up on social media, I was very much jaded, walls up. And not letting you guys see from me for me, and that changes. And so I want to talk to you more about this caption because it alludes to so many things. When I say I went a little bit unconscious, it's because I was waiting for my old self to come back. After I got sick, my healing was to be that version of me again. And that's not the point of healing. Healing is so we grow and evolve, not to return back to who we were when we got sick, because clearly I was out of alignment. And when I realized she wasn't coming back, it was really disorienting. And like I said in the caption, 
it's like my ego had a full-blown panic attack and I just like questioned everything about who I was because I was so sick and going through so many different things like in so much pain with like my back or just going through all my stomach issues like I didn't even have the headspace to figure out who I was I just wanted to get through each day like it was so hard going from being so healthy super active to now being like bedridden or just laying on the floor for weeks at a time with heating pads all over my body and that's really all I could think of like especially with the amount of health anxiety I had I was quite literally just like a shell of a human and then I was also changing a lot because I was going through my first spiritual awakening and I didn't know how to handle that or even bring that version of me into the light because all of my transformation, like I said, was happening off the screen and I was healing a lot and what people knew me as was the the recipe creator or somebody who talked about eating disorders and I still love to talk about that kind of stuff but you know the recipe thing wasn't really sparking much inspiration in me anymore I just wasn't passionate about it but I didn't know how to stop and then it just got really burnt out with Instagram because I wasn't even doing what I was passionate about I was forcing myself to show up in this way because that's what people knew me as and of course that's a very self inflicting limited belief that I couldn't change and that you guys wouldn't allow me to change because of course you would of course you guys would accept me for me but it was just too much for me at the time to even comprehend that but anyways yeah I just wasn't showing up as authentically as I could have and it's not not at all that I was being fake it was just that I was really dimming myself down and limiting my potential and my expansion because I had that self-limiting belief that I couldn't change or that I wouldn't be accepted or I would lose followers or whatever the stories we tell ourselves to, you know, stop our expansion. Because one, change is scary in and of itself. So it was intimidating that I was changing so much for me, but then to also now have all these other people witness my change and will they accept it? Will they not accept it? Like all these things that we do to ourselves. And so I just let the stories my mind made up win and I said you know what fine I'm just gonna roll with it because I didn't even really like Instagram at the time anyway because that's when it was really changing and like the algorithms and man I am so sick of freaking algorithms and so I was just burnt out with the whole platform in general not even that I just wasn't showing up how I wanted because I eventually got to a place where I'm like okay I'm just not gonna post recipes anymore because it's not bringing me joy and so I stopped and I I did I lost followers and then I realized good lose them because they're not for me in the first place and now they them leaving is making space and room for the people who will be for me and this this exactly is that little like fire that I felt in me this morning begging to come out just telling you guys like owning this is where I've been and this is where I'm at because like I said I am no longer willing to water myself down especially with this podcast coming out and it will be maybe uncomfortable for listeners if they're not used to this version of me but the thing that's the thing about me my truth is a little bit disruptive and to be honest I kind of want to make you uncomfortable good things happen when we're uncomfortable or when we're skeptical because we start to experiment with ourselves. We start to ask questions and that's how everything in life moves forward. And my hope, my genuine hope, is that my personal revolution sparks yours. That it has a ripple effect. That we are no longer willing to sit in the passenger seat. 
that we become the drivers of our own life, that we stand up for ourselves, that we pursue the things we want to do and we take action and we don't let fear win. And we stop the people-pleasing bullshit and we stop acting like we aren't good enough as we are. And if you have to lose some people because you're going to stand in your truth and you're not going to take no for an answer and you're going to have some boundaries, then lose the people because they're not for you anyways. And the right people come in. That is something I have had to learn in so many ways that you have to let the wrong people go to make space for the right people. And I really, really hope you hear me when I say this, but you are too big to keep acting like you're small. You're too big to cram yourself into spaces that you no longer fit in. I know as humans and people, we love boxes, but we are not meant to be in boxes because we are multifaceted, complicated, complex people. And not in a bad way, but we have a lot to us that we cannot sit in a box. We cannot stay in places and situations and relationships that no longer serve us. And this is what healing asks of you. It asks you to really evaluate where in your life you're out of alignment and how can you bring things back to your own sense of equilibrium because it's going to be different for all of us. And in a lot of ways, starting this podcast and working on the microdosing ebook, like these things are bringing me back into my own sense of equilibrium because I feel like I'm finding new ways to express myself and my creativity. And we all need to find the things that allow us to do that. We all need an outlet. And it's okay. Like, see, here's where I struggled. I struggled because I, my inner child was kicking and screaming to be seen and heard and like needed it, like needed it. And I'm realizing it's because I wasn't seeing myself. And that's also where the people pleasing shit came in. And so now that I see and hear myself, I don't need to be heard. I, I want to and I desire and I think it's okay to have that desire, but I don't need it because I can personally see here and validate myself and this is a powerful powerful place to be and where I want all of us to be where we can really see and just be in awe of our own rawness and beauty and uniqueness because we all bring something different to the table everyone's got a little something something to them that's just so alluring and spicy and we love that we love to see people being them And I'm excited to be me and to show you guys me, like the real me, because that's, I respect the fuck out of myself, first and foremost. Like, I do something that pushes me out of my comfort zone daily, and I respect myself for that. I respect myself for doing things that scare the crap out of me and just learning and growing and making mistakes as I go because that is genuinely how we evolve at the end of the day and I hope I hope that I'm not the first person to tell you or at least if you haven't heard it in a while it's okay to make mistakes I guess what I really want out of this episode is for all of us to accept these parts that we feel kind of ashamed of because I, I did feel ashamed that I was watering myself down and that I was being a little bit puppet-like and attaching myself to labels and doing things I didn't really want to do. Like, I was, but that also makes me really fucking human. Because at the end of the day, that's what we are. We're humans who are going through deep soul growth and earth school and life. And 
oh gosh, this, this podcast feels so good. It feels like so many things. It feels like the end of an era. It feels like Nikki 2.0. It feels like no more Mr. Nice Guy. It feels like coming out of the spiritual closet and just owning up to the fact that I really love astrology and tarot and starseed talk and aliens and Lemuria and Atlantis and like talking about all these things like I love that shit it's so interesting and fun to learn about and even just becoming a Reiki practitioner like I'm genuinely so excited to have gone through that and gone through the attunement because this has been a very eye-opening time for me because after attunement you go through like a 21 day detox process which I'm currently in the midst of because what it's been what three days since I've got attuned and it's been a very physical physical experience for me a lot of shedding and I think it's a whole other reason why I wanted to record this podcast and just talk to you guys because like I said man like an era has officially fucking ended and I'm really stepping into myself and owning my truth and another thing is is that with this spiritual awakening, I will not allow my old self to come with me because I don't think you can. I think when you're when you're leveling up and transforming, like you can't bring your old self with you. You can't. And it's like those TikToks where you see like they're realizing that they're in a new plot and a new timeline with new characters and new environments and stuff like that. Like the key word is new. They're not bringing anything old with them. And I don't think we can when, like I said, when we're evolving. And I refused to do all the bullshit that I was doing before and just like attaching myself to stories that really aren't true. And I don't know where or why we believe these stories to be true that we tell ourselves because it's, I don't know, it's our ego trying to protect us. But I also think our ego is like one of our greatest gifts and teachers because I think that we were designed perfectly. And I think that our egos teach us a lot. But for me, I really just refuse to bring those stories and those attachments with me into this new level because they really held me back for a long time. And like I said before, like they made me believe that I couldn't change and expand. And that is the one thing we are literally here to do is grow and change and expand. So I just, I'm moving on to bigger and better things and I'm not, you know, one of the things that I always have a hard time talking about with you guys is because like, I don't know how it it is going to come off, but I feel like other creators can relate when it's, it becomes very intimidating when you lose a bunch of followers or you're losing engagement on social media, especially if it's like your job job. And those were always some really big triggers for me. But I'm at a point where, one, I just don't give a fuck about social media as much as I used to. And now I'm going to have my own practice, whatever, like all these things. But like it really just doesn't trigger me in the way that it used to because I know that the people who are leaving just weren't for me. But the people who are here and I feel like I'm also opening like up my space even more energetically for the right people to come in because before I realized too, I was really interlacing my own stories and fear and everything I was putting out, which of course is why people were following me because it was not the best energy. I wasn't giving off like me, the real me. And now I am. And I just have a whole different outlook and relationship with social media now. And I just know so deeply that the right people are going to come in who are for me and who like to talk about spirituality and health and wellness and recovery from eating disorders because I do really still like to talk about that. I mean, it was such a big part of my life 
And I know that so many people struggle, so many people struggle, and it's still really, really, really important for me to talk about it because if I can be the light at the end of the tunnel for somebody else to feel like they can actually recover too, then I want to do that. And I still want to talk about how I recovered and all that stuff. So hopefully in some episodes to come. But anyways, back to what I was talking about before, like social media and everything, it was just like a serious trigger for me. And I want to jump into talking about this part too because I know um, a lot of you probably want to hear about the retreat and the whole trip experience because it was fucking so intense, so beautiful and so intense and I know I kind of alluded to it on my stories and I'm sure some of you are curious about that, but psychedelics, I mean psychedelics one aren't for everybody and I will say that till I'm blue in the fucking face like if you don't feel a call or curiosity towards taking them like then you just don't and if you do then it's maybe something to be explored but I think that some level of healing so like shadow work inner child healing something needs to be done like you need to have some foundation of healing under your belt before you just jump into psychedelics because I truly believe that it is too much if you don't have some level of foundation of healing because I swear to god I think that's when people get into the psychosis and the scary shit you hear about and this isn't to build fear around mushrooms it is to take them seriously because another thing that I will always 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 say is that they should be done in a ceremonial way a way that you are respecting the medicine and its roots because this is these are like ancient healing modalities and they're very powerful and it should be done respected and ceremonial there should be intention behind it so everything that i'm talking about right now is going to be in the microdosing ebook and it can go along for like doing bigger trips too but always having an intention whether the intention is just allowing yourself to be open to whatever experience they need to show you or going into it like why do I do this or whatever it is for you but the reason I'm bringing them up right now it's not even from this last trip but because once I started using them it was like the first time I actually got out of my own way like ego dissolved and realizing that I'm not my mind we are not our mind and that is a extremely powerful realization especially if you've never felt that before because you realize one how chaotic your mind is but two that you can build a new sense of self and have a foundation of who you are that isn't run or controlled by your mind and for someone like me who literally just believed the stories that I made up or whatever like it was extremely powerful to realize that like you can tame your mind and so you can move forward and it's a lot of work do not get me wrong it is a lot of work to constantly have to stop negative thoughts and then reframe them or do that type of work but it is also the most rewarding because I can confidently say I'm at a place where I am just so proud to be me and I actually genuinely love myself and really quick I want to talk about this too because I know (laughs) believe me I know that self-love gets tossed around like it's nothing on social media but one thing I am constantly asked is how do you achieve self-love and I genuinely don't think self-love is about achieving I think it's more so about committing Because our whole lives, like I said before, is about changing and transforming. And so I think we just have to be committed to loving each and every single version of ourselves that we come across because each version is literally doing the best that we possibly can 
at the time. And I think we just have to commit to loving every single part of us. And so in that way, I think that's why you hear that self-love is a lifelong journey and practice because we are always going to be changing. It's not so much that there's like a destination and then there's going to be some pinnacle point where we always love ourselves, but instead just commit to loving who we are in that moment because who we are literally is enough and it's exactly who we are meant to be in that time and space. I had to go through this too. I had to learn how to love myself through gaining weight, through getting sick. Sickness taught me so much more than health ever could, I promise you that. And I had to learn to love myself through it all, through not feeling good, through being burnt out. I had to learn to love myself when I had drains hanging from my body after the surgery. Like, I really learned to love myself through everything mental, physical, emotional, spiritual that I was going through. And it has actually changed my life. And I genuinely fucking mean that. Because life is hard. Life is really hard, and it's a lot harder if you're also not on your side, if you're your own worst enemy. It just makes life 10 times more hard, and I really don't believe that we're meant to struggle and suffer this much. I I really, really believe, and I think it's harder just because of social media and the constant comparison, which is why I have just been really off my phone. I'm sick of my phone, man. I'm sick of algorithms. I've created huge boundaries leaps and bounds I've come so far I used to sleep right next to my phone and I would even like look at it in the middle of night like it was such an unhealthy relationship with my phone so the point where I'm like I could put my phone down and walk away from it and forget where I put it and I just wouldn't even care at this point like it is and I I think it's really important for anybody and everybody because I mean you hear these things about people almost like celebrating their screen time like oh I got seven hours I got eight hours I got 12 hours that's like your whole day so I just I don't know I think that's also a reason why we're really like we have like an epidemic of anxiety and depression right now because I don't believe we're all supposed to have this constant access to people and that's probably a whole nother podcast that I could talk about, but something I'm really learning with in the self-love and this personal revolution and this not people-pleasing bullshit is that like I have no desire to be available all the time. And I really don't think we're supposed to. Like when you think back to our ancestors, and I know, yes, we're supposed to like progress and grow, but like when you think back, like even to, I don't know, like 50 years ago, like people would just like talk on the phone like once or twice a week and that was good. And now it's like this constant, constant access to everybody and everything. And I think it's really overwhelming and why all these mystery illnesses are popping up and why people get chronic illness, because it's a lot of pressure to always be on your game and always creating new content and like pushing shit out and then seeing what everybody else is doing. And then you get oh, well, they're doing all this and I'm not doing this. And like, it's like too much, man. Like it is too much and why I really don't want to be a part of that right now. And this is why I really like podcasting because it has such a different feel and vibe like other than like Instagram or TikTok. Like it has such a different vibe from those things. Like this feels so much more intimate and like I feel like I'm talking to my people, my soul family, which feels so good. And I think another reason is just I'm craving in-person community and it's a whole reason why I went to that retreat and I literally kid you not, I was so divinely led to that. It actually gives me chills and I'm going to talk about it more in a second, but like in-person connection, that's what that retreat taught me 
is one, what I need, but two is what everybody needs. Like we need, COVID really fucked us up. I'm not going to lie in so many different ways, but it all, it, the isolation that it caused was so deep that people just don't even like know how to interact with other humans anymore. And so being at this retreat and witnessing other women healing and just being them was so refreshing. And it's something I think we all need, which is why I'm hopefully going to be hosting more in-person events soon in North Carolina, but also in other places and hopefully a bigger event towards the end of this year, beginning of next. But I think that's what we need right now. And that's it's exactly what I want is in-person human connection. When I tell you guys I genuinely want to meet you so bad, like, I mean that. And like I said in, like, the first episode, like, we're all so much more alike than we think, but it's when we get together and we can witness and be witnessed. Oh, my God, you guys. It is beautiful and that's why I really want to do that with you guys and I am so deeply grateful for each of you who listen to this or follow me or message me oh my god the messages never get old especially if you're commenting on the podcast or something like it means the whole entire world to me but okay let's talk about the retreat because this is something that I was just so itching to um because I recorded an episode before I left that I just didn't post because I knew I just knew that after the retreat was going to be a better time to actually release an episode because I knew something was just going to really shift inside of me and it did. It really did. So I don't even know how I found the retreat. I don't follow either of the girls that were hosting it like I didn't at the time. And I was like, because I, I did the whole mindless scroll bullshit, which I literally do. I, I can't anymore. Like it actually makes me cringe. I can't just like mindlessly scroll, but I was, I was just mindlessly scrolling and I don't know how I even found it, but I was just reading about it. And I was like, damn, like, I don't know how I found this, but I feel like I should go. And it's way out of my price range. So I was like, I don't know. I just need a sign. And so I asked, I asked for a sign and immediately after going outside, there was three hawks above my apartment building and hawks are a major sign for me. They always have been ever since I moved to North Carolina. And I was like, okay, hear you loud and clear. And I got back from my walk and me and Austin went to Walmart and we pulled up in the parking lot in Walmart and somebody had a stuffed animal hawk hanging from their rear view mirror. And I was like, okay, this is so weird. Like it just felt like so many confirmations of just saying like go do this you need to go there there's something for you there and I was like fuck it and I just put it on a credit card because money is energy it will come back especially if you invest in yourself like that's what I always tell myself like anytime I spend money if it is going to make me genuinely happy or better me in some way like the money will come back plus it's like those tiktoks you always see like I'm never gonna be like 26 again and just like spontaneously going to a retreat like you know money will always come back and we deserve to have new experiences so I fucking went and immediately upon getting there and meeting the other woman I was like this is why I was supposed to be here and I told you guys a little bit in my stories about like what we did like how we did the cacao ceremony which is super super beautiful that is also a very ancient healing practice it's mostly to open your heart space and you sing with the other women and you do releasing ceremonies like it's it's very beautiful so we did the cacao ceremony which honestly brought up a lot of things for me, um, which I was pretty surprised by. And it made a lot of connections in my head as to what um, things that I was healing from that I didn't even realize I was healing from. And 
we did a whole other bunch of ceremonies stuff and like writing the writing workshops were really beautiful like we just did a lot and we did a lot leading up to the trip because we needed to definitely do some releasing um before and just making sure we know what our intention is for going into it and what we want to leave behind even before we get started with the actual mushrooms and so when it got to the day to do the mushrooms, I was feeling okay because I've done them before. Um, I didn't know how much we were doing, but once I found out, I was like, oh, bet. Like it was, I think it was like two and a half grams, which is probably the most I've ever done. Um, it was either two and a half or like three. And that was the most I've ever done up to then. And we took it in tea, which I've never done. We drank it in peppermint tea and they were like some big pieces so you kind of had to chew it it is not my thing like it just doesn't taste great but it's fine and the thing about mushrooms is that it usually takes like 30 40 minutes for them to kick in i don't know what it was you guys i felt like i finished my tea i went pee and i came back laid down and put my eye mask on and i felt like it was go time like it felt so quick and i don't know if it was that fast but i don't know i just felt like i was on takeoff um and it just the music makes the biggest difference and I know every single person in that room knows exactly what I'm talking about the music we were listening to was unreal especially being on shrooms I'm not kidding you when I say your ego literally just dissolves and it'll like creep up um a little bit throughout the trip like I mean I definitely had moments where I'm like I'm never doing this again I wanted to end and I feel like that's normal but once you really surrender and you're in it you're like I never want this to end so for me it really started like I was hearing whispering and I just thought it was people in the room but I I don't think it was I think it was like my guides or my ancestors or people just like whispering or like trying to send me a message it was definitely not like audible it was like mumbled I guess like you couldn't hear like actual words and so I was hearing the whispering and then so a huge part of the reason I went to the retreat um and I've told some of you guys about it but like I had that swollen lymph node under my armpit which is still there by the way which sucks but whatever um it was very physical in the beginning of it like I felt a lot of pressure there and I usually don't like day to day I don't really feel it but I did in the beginning of the trip and I did feel like it was draining and I felt like my higher self was like guiding me and almost like distracting me from that pain so the medicine could do its work and it was I get the chills thinking about this because it was the most beautiful experience I've ever had like it was my higher self just showing me and telling me like can't you see can't you see how healthy you are how beautiful your body is like can't you see and I think that was a huge part of my journey and why I was called to go there because obviously I've been dealing with a lot of health issues so hearing my higher self be like can't you see how healthy we are was honestly life-changing for me it just turned off all the fear that I had that I always had to be healing or detoxing or something and just like could exist in my body without the fear and it was a really beautiful feeling and honestly you guys my inner body mindscape world whatever is a fucking vibe that is also something I learned like each song was taking me to a completely different place like I was going inside my arm and in my arm it was like this cool party and I was like dancing and then it would take me to another part of my body and it was also such a fucking vibe like it was a whole different setting but a whole different 
other type of party. And I know that sounds freaking crazy, but like my body is a fucking vibe. Like my inner world, my home, because that's what it is at the end of the day is your home. Like when you are in the mushroom journey trip and you're that deep where you have no ego. And so for me, especially too, with the eye mask on and you're not looking around you, you were just in your inner world, your home. And I get really emotional talking about it because it was the first time I ever felt a true home inside of me that I just, there was unconditional love and acceptance and just, it was so beautiful to experience because that's, I truly believe that's where we're going to go when we die, where like, that's just our home. It's who we are. And I was like, I'm so fucking cool. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. The only thing you really experience when you're that deep is unconditional fucking love the purest form of love and so during my trip I really felt like I was just being guided by my higher self and my higher self saying can't you see how it's all connected and it gave me oh my god this gives me the chills too because the music that was playing was music that one of my energy healers would play during our sessions when I would be doing like 45 minutes of breath work and like shaking and releasing so much trauma from my body it was the same exact music and it was like show musics lol um music and it was showing me like how each part has led me to being at that retreat and it just we're so divinely protected on our journeys. It's amazing. Like nothing is by coincidence. There's synchronicities and everything. And if you realize it, if you just pay attention, I was, I'm still mind blown by the fact that I did all this healing work before with that other energy healer to now be in the same place, listening to the same music that we were when I was healing from other things. And One thing that I noticed during the trip too was I was yawning so much. Like I came prepared to do some work. I'm not going to lie. Like I felt like I had a mental note of things that I wanted to go through while I was tripping and I was going through each of them with so much non-resistance because that's another thing when you're that deep in a trip, like your ego isn't there to resist it. You could see things from a completely different point of view. So it was like I was going through my little list and one of the things that came up during the cacao ceremony was the relationship with my mom. And usually like when I think about my mom, my heart races, I get mad and I felt nothing. I was like, I actually want to have a relationship with her. I forgive her. I forgive myself and that was pivotal. I, You guys, I don't even know the last time I've seen my mom in person. I have no idea. And like I said, you feel nothing but pure, unconditional fucking love. And I could see how much pain and like suffering my mom went through. And that that's just from the, she was just acting from that place of hurt. But I couldn't see that at the time. And I was just like, I'm not, I don't want to punish her for the rest of my life because she was doing the best she could and she went through shit and I went through shit and whatever. And I just wanted a fucking new relationship. Like I decided right then and there that I just fucking forgive her. And then the same thing for like friend friendships because I have a lot of friendship trauma, like immediately just forgave because we're all going through so much and have been through so much that forgiveness is a powerful, powerful fucking tool. And that's all I could think of what I wanted during the trip. Like I forgive myself. I forgive other people. It was so deeply healing, which I think 
why I was yawning so much because yawning is like a somatic release, just like shaking, laughing, crying, convulsing, like any of those things are. It's just releasing trauma from your body. Yeah, like honestly, I wasn't even paying attention to anybody else because I think I'm the only one who kept my eye mask on for so long because I was vibing with mine, you guys. I was seeing how cool I was. I was dancing. I was partying. I wish, like I was telling Austin this, I'm like, I wish there was a way that you could like record what you were seeing because there's just no words to ever accurately describe it. But once I finally took it off like, and was looking in the room, for anybody who just doesn't know what it's like or what you see, like everything looks like it's breathing. Sounds are so slow. But like, I don't even know how to describe them. Like somebody was breathing next to me and it just sounded so slow. And it was like super relaxing. I don't know. And then you see like colors like red, green. You see like ancient geometry. Just it's very cool. Um, And then also during it, we had the opportunity to do hape if we wanted. So you might have heard of rape, rape, hape. They're kind of the same type of thing. And it's basically like an herbal snuff. So you get it blown up your nose, which I know doesn't sound very enticing and it does kind of hurt, but it has, so it can either make you feel very alert or it can make you feel really grounded. Um, And I just had, somebody was doing it next to me during the trip and I was really vibing. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it too. And I did it and it felt like, so you do one nostril first and I immediately started crying. Like it felt like something was just released off of my chest and you get like, you have like a second or two and then you do the other nostril and it again just felt like a massive release off of my chest and I really just sat with it and just cried and let so much out of my body like I am not kidding you guys I released so much and once I finally had my eye mask off and I was looking at everybody else my one constant thought was I love women and I know we all felt it because we talked about in the morning like we were doing ancient ancient healing work and just seeing and witnessing how much women suffer and just watching all of these people go through their very own intense journey and I'm very thankful because I had a beautiful trip like I like I said found a home within myself I healed a lot I forgave a lot but like some other people had some serious like scary trips like seeing demons and shit and my anxiety could never so I'm so thankful that I had a good experience and I'm I'm genuinely so grateful for everybody that was there because just being in that space and being held in such a safe container was honestly unlike anything I've ever experienced and I honestly think that the trip was so much more intense because it was a group of us and the collective energy was just insanely intense like I'm not kidding you like I was saying like there was music playing and it was like a song came on and none of us like looked at each other like none of us acknowledged it but we all just started singing it and I think half of us didn't even actually like know the words or like hear the song before but we just knew it when we were like singing it it was so beautiful and the messages of the songs were like exactly what we needed to hear about like surrendering and it was so beautiful and then we got to a place where people were like dancing and it was my one constant thought was I love women like I fucking love women women who are like 
aren't afraid to not be liked by everybody, women who are just free to be themselves and act accordingly without worrying about what other people are thinking. Like, their judgment just didn't exist in this space. People were doing and making the weirdest noises, but it was beautiful. It was such a fucking honor to be a part of everybody's healing or just in the same vicinity as them and people were going like people were literally convulsing the woman behind me was like it was like she was being given birth to like it was so deeply intense and when I talked about this on my stories the only part that I had hard a hard time with was coming out of it because that is when you learn how big and fucking loud your ego is. And so when I was coming back from the trip, and mind you, this is like a five-hour ordeal, you guys. So I was living the life, like the best life, the happiest I've ever been for like five hours, just vibing with my inner world. And coming out of it, I realized how much healing I had just done and how much I released like through the yawning, through crying. Like I was, when I was crying during that, like I was making sounds I didn't even know I could make. Like there was a point where I put my hand on my lower stomach and I've just been having a really hard time with body image and just like the bloating from whatever. And I just was crying so hard because I'm like, I don't know why I'm so mean to myself. Like I have a beautiful body. I have like it just really made me cry because it's something I've been struggling with for a long time. But when so coming out of it, I was like, I just healed literally so much, like so much in one go. And I started having really scary thoughts because of it. Cause I'm like, that was, cause I literally feel like I felt every single feeling I've ever felt like the deepest possible way you could feel it. And I was like, this is what it means to actually feel your feelings without an ego to be there. Um, and so when I, my ego was back and I was realizing it, I was like, oh my God, that was too much. That was too intense. I'm going to change so much, like having crazy thoughts. And I was like, this is why people kill themselves. And right there, I stopped myself. I stopped myself and I went and I got help and I went to the person hosting it. And I was like, I'm really struggling. And I was just sitting with her and I was sweating. So I, the hottest I have ever been in, it was all the heat from my nervous system and just the purging and the detox from all the healing. I was sweating so bad. And I was like, I'm going to throw up. So me and her like got up and we were going to go to the bathroom. I like collapsed halfway there. I don't even, I barely remember any of this, you guys. And we get to the bathroom and I, I guess I collapsed in her arms. Like I have no memory. And it was like, I wasn't fully back in my body yet. And I was just sweating so much and just did not feel good. And finally, I just remember her like being in front of me, talking to me. And she was like, that was a fucking portal. Like I felt like I had to go through eight fucking dimensions to get back into my body. It was so intense. Like I can't even explain to you the things I was hearing and seeing like I could never, I truly couldn't explain it. And it was so, so, so hard on my body. And that's why I'm telling you guys, like, the little bit that I have been on Instagram, like, I'm having a very physical experience. And for, like, an hour after that, I was just going through random waves of being my nervous system, like, really heating up and then just purging, like, all this sweat. I couldn't eat anything, which is supposed to help you get back in your body, but it was making me so nauseous. Oh, it was terrible. And anyways... Again, this is why I say mushrooms aren't for everybody because I was, I had one, had a very hard time sleeping that night, but two, like waking up the next morning, I was so disoriented from this reality. It was very hard. It was very hard. Like I felt like when I looked in the mirror, I'm like, who am I even looking at? Like, 
And like, I felt like when people were talking to me, like I literally couldn't even be in the conversation because I was just so spacey, so not grounded. And so that's why like mushrooms and trips are literally, it's just no joke. Like microdosing is very safe. It obviously isn't like altering your vision or anything like that. And you're not feeling out of body, but like trips are a very different story and that's just why I really want to talk openly about mushrooms because I would hope nobody would ever just jump into the decision to do it because like I said it can be very intense um and I'm so grateful though I'm so grateful for the experience but like I really went through it after like I told you guys like I had 101.9 fever and I wasn't sick it was purely from detoxing and integrating all the healing that I just did on such a cellular level that I was, I had a fever for like two or three days and eating, and it's been over a week since I've done the trip and eating is still really hard. Like my appetite is so wacky and mind you, some of this might be from the Reiki attunement and the detox process, but like it has been a lot. And even now I'm like purging so much um, congestion, which I know you guys can probably hear in my voice. Like I'm super congested. Like my body is just like really healing and just going through it. And I'm honestly just letting it. I'm just letting it like I have been sleeping so much and just trying to honor what my body wants and getting outside to ground or do movement or something but it's just been and even I got my cycle a couple days after and like I was detoxing so much through that like so many blood clots which are which is basically your body's way of like ridding toxins and stuff from your body so it's it's just been a lot and I'm like I said extremely grateful for the experience and extremely grateful for everything I'm going through because like I said I was so divinely led there that I feel like I needed to go simply to heal all of this shit because this new version of me will not carry any of that old shit anymore that was holding me back and I 1000% feel like I'm a whole different person human and I love it I fucking love it for me because I'm done doing the people pleasing bullshit I'm so done with it because I was just I let it hold me back because I was so scared to like step on anyone's toes or encroach in their space and it was nobody's space to encroach in anyway like that's the thing about healing or spirituality and that space on like any social media is that it's so inclusive and it's so your own and you don't have to be invited into the space you just show up and I don't know what I was so worried about and I think it's you know once anytime you start something new like a heavy imposter syndrome will set in I mean for most people it will and it always happens to me when I started my own granola company it came in and when I you know even when I came on Instagram and like grew a following like I had imposter syndrome like I'm like I'm not an influencer and that's just what we do when we're new to things but I'm not the difference now is I'm not gonna let those things hold me back like imposter syndrome isn't gonna stop me from moving forward because I genuinely feel like I can do good in this space and that I have something to say especially through my personal experiences with everything with chronic illness with the eating disorder and now with like spiritual awakenings like I want to help people that's all I want I want to help people period And that's why it was so important for me to record this episode to let you guys know where I've been and what I've been going through because as I mentioned in the first episode, we are all a lot more alike than we think and it's through sharing our experiences and our vulnerabilities that we learn that. It provides such a safe space for all to really just own who we are 
the things that we label as good and the things we label as bad. And I truly don't believe that there's any part of ourselves that we should feel ashamed of. And I really feel like we need to drop the labels. But I applaud people who are vulnerable enough to share their true selves and when they make mistakes. And like this episode, I I don't have my life together. I don't have my shit figured out. I'm still very much growing and even navigating this new season of my life. And it feels so good to say these things and get them off my chest because I feel like we are been so conditioned to not share the parts of ourselves that feel messy and imperfect and unlovable. But like it's it makes us who we are and it gives us the opportunity to grow through these things. A lot of the times we can transmute this pain, these things that we feel about ourselves into something really beautiful, right? Like you have to walk into your dark to be able to shine your light. And really, like I said before, like the goal of this podcast is to help you evaluate or look at or observe your own inner world to slay your own inner negative tendencies and to bring these things to light so that you can feel like the best most badass version of yourself so you can come home to yourself and so we can be in this community where we all hold each other and everybody is safe to be seen heard witnessed everybody is safe here like if you are in my community i cherish and i honor the fuck out of who you really are not a mask that you're wearing none of that bullshit because you know what that's the other thing about people pleasing and why i played that game for so long because when we wear these masks they kind of act like armor too right because if people don't like the mask well that's okay it's not you it's just a mask And so it's protecting you. But once you take all that stuff off, right, like you're bare and you're vulnerable and you're just you. So if somebody doesn't like you, then they just don't like you. But at some point, like that just has to be okay. And that's a place where I got to where I'm like, it's okay if people don't like me because I don't like everybody and I don't expect everybody to like me. And I hope that hearing that is kind of like, a permission slip for you too to take off the mask and let yourself be seen because that and that only is the way that you're going to be able to be the medicine for the rest of the world because the only way you'll actually live and be in your magic is being bare and vulnerable and having no masks on and let me tell you life is so much more fun when you just take it off too because I genuinely feel the most free and aligned I have ever felt in my whole entire life. And it's because I said, fuck the masks. It's it's because I said, fuck the people pleasing. I am not afraid to be me anymore because I like me. And that's the whole other half of it is that you don't need people to like you because you like you. Like, I think I'm so cool, you guys. I think I'm really cool. I think I'm funny. I think I'm intuitive. I love to laugh. I love to dance in my kitchen. I love to be goofy. I love, I don't know. I just really like who I am. And that's enough for me. It's enough for me to just be me now because I actually realized I'm really cool and the mushroom trip really showed me a lot of that too like I am a vibe in and of itself I like to be goofy but I also love to talk about deep shit like I am a person of depth I have never ever ever been able to do the small talk the surface level bullshit like I'm just a deep human being who has deep thoughts and that's just another thing that I love about myself like I take nothing for surface value I love depth like I said and I love the hard parts I love the 
juicy shadow work. I love it all. And like this space that I'm trying to cultivate here is for all of us to just really shine who we really are. Because I bet you guys are some kick-ass people. I bet you are so cool too. And that's why I'm trying to cultivate in-person community too. Because I want to hang out with cool people. And I'm sure you do too. So honestly, at the end of the day, this is what this podcast is for. Is to create a safe place for all of us to just be ourselves. Anyways, I decided that I'm going to end like every episode with some type of words of wisdom or what I think to be words of wisdom. And this is something I've lived by for a while, but it came up again on my Pinterest and it was like, don't you want to live before you die? And I think I live by that. I think that's my my personal motto right now is don't you want to live before you die? Because I want to live. I want to live and I'm sick of not doing things because money or because it seems hard with travel or whatever the reason or just because I'm scared like I'm not gonna let that shit hold me back because money will always come it's energetic as fuck and and so I'm leaving you with that don't you want to live before you die so I want you to just think of all these things that you want to do plan them out write them down I don't care what you do but just think about it and at least do one of them do one start there and if that gets the ball rolling then do everything you put on your list because we only have one life and it's really not that long and we really need to take advantage of it and that has been big 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 for me lately especially how I've spent the last two years and I do believe that you know transformation happens in the dark and I do believe that we need to go into these like hermit like states for a bit to grow and evolve but I also believe that we're really really meant to experience the biggest and fullest and most amazing lives that we possibly can And just having the confidence and courage to do it. So anyways, thank you so, so much for tuning in, for listening to this episode. Again, if you feel inspired to rate and review, it would mean the world, the world to me. And if you guys have any guests that you want to hear or things you want me to talk about, just let me know in the reviews or direct message me. You know how to get a hold of me. But thank you again so much for being here. And I literally can't wait until we talk again next time. And yeah, I love you so big.